Yo, what up, Chuck? Jay. All right, I got it. I got some jokes for you. Ready? Tell me a joke. All right, what did Buzz Lightyear say to Woody? Uh, take your hat off. No, they said a lot. There was three movies and a couple short films oh, too. Oh fuck. Okay, what's a vampire's favorite food? Uh, suck ball. <laughs> Bro, vampires aren't real. Uh, oh, so it's like literal? I, I, yeah, like what did the farmer say after he lost his tractor? Where's, Where's my, my tractor? tractor? <laughs> okay, oh, guys. shit. Is it time to start the show? <laughs> Let's start the show. Let's start the show. Well, I know is a podcast and you're listening to it today. Welcome to episode 44! How did you guys like the anti-joke segment? We're not Nordic. My name is Chuck. Hi, I'm Jay. Happy National Soft Serve Ice Cream Day! Well, you know what else today is? What's that? If we make it, if we made deep cut Howard Stern reference again. Hey Howard, 819. What's 819? Uh, who's the guy from, um... Oh, Ass Napkin Ed? Ass Napkin Ed. Hey, oh. Hop, hey Howard, 819. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it's also World Photo Day, bro. I prefer soft serve. Okay, I'm gonna re- uh, let me tell you what soft serve day is, bro. Yeah, hit me. Soft ice cream, also known as soft serve, okay. is a type of ice cream that is softer than regular ice cream. Does it really say that? <laughs> as a result of introduction of air during freezing. So, y'all, you go out to DQ. You can get yourself a cone. You can go chalk. You can go vanilla. You can go twist. You can go twist, bro. Corn. Twist. 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 Shout out to Spencer from Discount Cemetery. That is his jam. Is it? And that is not, I'm not being a jerk and I'm not offending him because I agree with him and he does enjoy corn and I enjoy Anthony Kiedis. Twist. Who is not in corn. Okay. All right. Good good night, everybody. (laughs) I do enjoy Anthony Kiedis because he loves pleasure spike with. Okay, folks. And where's Anthony Kiedis from? Um. I don't know. Where's he from? California. <laughs> Jesus. Tell, oh. tell me about some news, Jay. Uh, question mark. What pandemic? You know what I'm saying? Smash Mouth performs to a packed crowd. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he Apparently, he ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, my friend. Oh, bravo. <laughs> Band was at a South Dakota biker rally. Sturgis, yeah. Biggest yeah, one pandemic. What pandemic? Smash, Smash Mouth performed to a crowd that appeared to be hundreds, if not thousands strong in South Dakota. Uh, other musical acts, including Buck Cherry. Fozzy. Your band Lit. Your homies Lit, bro, played. Yeah. Quiet, bro. Quiet Riot also played. Dude. <laughs> Reverend, Hort- Reverend Horton Heat, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and 38 Special. Bone Thugs? Like 38? Okay. So listen. Okay. 38 Special performing for a bunch of bikers. That makes sense to Right. Me. Exactly. But Bone like, Thugs? Well, even like, you just picture like some hard ass like 1% or biker dudes just hanging out being like, somebody wants no. to tell me the world. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Buck Cherry. Uh, come on now. Well, Steve Harwell. Well, could, even that makes sense because, like, they're like you know, at least they sing about like loving cocaine and shit. 
Okay. I love the cocaine. cocaine. I love, I love the, the cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> well, the singer, Steve Harwell, can be heard saying, Steve, now... Steve Harvey is the... No. Uh-huh. Now we're all here together... <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> all here together tonight, and we're being human once again. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. Fuck that COVID shit. <laughs> is that what he said? Yes. Oh, my God. Few in the crowd appear to be wearing masks or, or practicing social distancing. So, I don't know. AP reports as many as 250,000 were expected to attend the event. What do you think about that? I say, don't delay. Act now. Supplies are running. Oh, no, it's, it's, damn. It's fucking idiotic, of course. It's, yes. it's, there's, no, there's no reason to be playing live music right now. And it as someone who, like has the like the desire to play live music for people is like runs in my blood <laughs> like right your heart uh, screams out ma baby <laughs> sorry <laughs> jesus <laughs> like i i want to play music but it's just it's not in anybody's best interest right now but you know what the hell i mean steve harwell you know he needs to supplement his income from his day job at carabas so right. you know yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah you know who he works with at carabas chris carabas chris carabas <laughs> bro from Desperate. <laughs> i am chris carabas welcome, welcome to carabas oh, oh my god wait hang go on go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> what what if he, uh, like, he took your order, like, as Dashboard Confessional, like, what can I get you to drink tonight? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, this... We Chuck... have garlic mashed potatoes. Folks, Chuck played me him <laughs> performing live during the COVID, like, a, a live was, it COVID It was, like, April, yeah. It was horrendous. I'm very shocked that he was okay with that performance going out and leaving it up and out. Would you like spaghetti or penne? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it was horrendous. It was really bad. Look it up. It's bad. It's it's very bad. Yes. God, I really tickled myself with that premise. <laughs> go, so go on. So, did you see this? Fresh Prince is getting a reboot, a darker one. Did you see the trailer for this? No. Dude. When you when we are taking our break, you need to watch the trailer for the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot. It's just called Bel Air. Okay, dude, it it's is. It's like to the point. It's like it's filmed. Uh, well, I think what they did is they shot a trailer, like kind of like spoofing it, kind of, but they really did it, and it's uh, and they're gonna do an hour long drama based off of the trailer that the guy did. All right, let's take a quick break. Hang on. Folks. No. Okay, so we took a quick breather. We uh, we got a little air conditioning. We we watched the trailer. Yo, that trailer is sick, dude. Yes, sick. Right. I, like, it, like we were talking about watching that, and it gets me very hyped to watch it because I mean there is some basketball. Um, I guess a focus is on him playing basketball and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I was a big fan of uh, Above the Rim when I was a kid. Well, I wonder if he gets into music because he does meet jazz at, yes, at, one... at, the, at a record store. So let me read you about uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is getting rebooted, but it'll be a bit darker than the original version. Virgin. Virgin. It all started when filmmaker Morgan Cooper reimagined the 1990 sitcom as a drama, posting a trailer for the pretend show last year, and it quickly went viral. So you guys can look at it. Look up on YouTube. It's real, It really grabs you, and it gets you really excited to see this. They even got the attention of the original series star, Will Smith, uh, who talked to Cooper in April of last year about how much he enjoyed the trailer. Now the two are working together to turn the show into a reality. 
Wow. The hour-long Bel Air is now being pitched to streaming services, and a bidding war has ensued. Yeah, it just shows, man. If you if you have what you feel is a good idea, and you got a little motivation, a little creativity, I mean, look where it could get you. You could be, you'd be with Will Smith, fucking, well, you know, yeah, pitching, well, pitching a show to streaming services. But it's no joke. Like this guy did not. This guy did a great job. Uh, yeah, I mean, you down. have to you have to like have a little bit of ability, but right. You know, I mean, for for that dude, or I don't know, is Morgan a woman? I I don't know. For that person to, you know. Um, you know, to have that idea and to execute it in that kind of way. And, you know, I mean, I, I have probably a couple decent ideas a year that just never go anywhere because I just, I don't know, I, I need to be more motivated. No, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and all it takes is just that, that one second just to put yourself out there and do something, you know? So, bro. Yeah. So, cheers to you, Morgan. Dope trailer. Yeah, it's it, and it's also, as Smith noted during the April sit-down, the original series was loosely inspired by his own life. He, too, like the character of Will in the show, grew up in West Philadelphia. We get to go back to the yeah, beginning a, and start talking about my real experiences. There's a mural of him at one of the L stops at, like, 40th Street or 40, 43rd or something. Right. For example, for me, I moved to L.A. and started the Fresh Prince, and all my friends started getting killed and going to jail. The escape that I made from it in real life was the escape that Will made in the show. Was I going to be that same... Uh, statistic, or was I going to do something different? It was far from the 90s show for which the reboot was recently announced. But are you aware that they're they're doing other spinoffs too? Like Saved by the Bell is doing a new one? Yeah, there's, there's a trailer for that Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, Saved by the Bell, Daria, Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, and possibly Moesha. Well, they did another season of Beavis and Butthead a couple of years ago. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I it was that. actually yeah. really good. Um, the, the trailer for the Saved by the Bell is... Uh, it's, it's kind of funny, I guess. He, uh, there's Slater is the gym teacher yeah. at Bayside, and he's talking to, um, I guess, Zach's kid, or, or Zach and Kelly's kid, and also Jesse's kid. And he, they, I guess they've gotten into a fight. And he's, he's like, he, he's like, it's cool, guys. He's like, me and my friend fought over this hot girl for, for a long time. And then he points to Zach and Kelly's kid. He's like, oh, it was actually your mom. He's then, he's like, then I found this other babe to hook up with. And then he looks at Jesse. He's like, actually, that was your mom. <laughs> yeah, but see, I think that um, I like how they did the the. Uh... The Bel Air. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, how they made it serious. It'd be tough to make Saved by the Bell serious. Well, you know what? Who would have thought that Fresh Prince of Bel Air could have been done like that? Yeah. Guys, watch the trailer. Bel Air trailer. It's really good. Because, I mean, look what they did with Fuller House. Like, the gimmick wore off so quick. Yeah, I didn't even bother to watch that. Right, I watched one or two or three episodes. Which is, you're, you're one of the bigger Full House fans I know. So that should, you're be, correct. that should be a statement on the quality of that particular series. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying last episode, as can supplies run short, Dr. Pepper shelves go unfilled. Company suspects consumers were stocking up early in the pandemic. Doctor, there's a Dr. P shortage? Yes. Oh, shit. While the rest of us were keeping an eye on toilet paper, um, many Americans' consumers apparently had the foresight to squirrel away Dr. Pepper. His parent company has acknowledged that the soda is hard to find at stores in certain parts of the country. Do you think that this is just a marketing ploy? It could be. It's got to be. It. I, I don't even know if I should keep reading this. To answer consumer first question, the company said that the shortage involves all flavors of the types of Dr. Pepper. You're, well, I, I, we, we had Dr. Pepper with cream soda last week. <laughs> You're right. Uh, besides people stocking up, there's been an increase in demand for canned beverages as people drink less in restaurants and more at home. 
Beverages and convenient take-home packages like aluminum cans are particularly popular right now, the American Beverage Association said. Dr. Pepper said it's doing what it can, tweeting encouragement to shoppers. We're working on it. Hang tight. The company suggests consumers keep checking the stores. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe this. Yeah, you seem very. But between your uh, your doubt about the um, <laughs> about the uh, guy catching his wife cheating last month and this and a Google. Yeah, yeah, you've been you've been very cynical recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also this will this will be my last story. I do have other stories, but this one really grabbed me. Man who bragged he'd live forever has died. What? Yeah, Sumner Redstone is dead at 97. Oh, Sumner Redstone finally died? Yes, last week. Uh, Rest in power. I guess, whatever. I mean, just making that statement, it's like... Uh, he really said that? <laughs> yes. What a shithead. He said, um, his tight-fisted grip on National Amusement Theater chain, what do he say, often boasted that he would live forever for the CNBC and did barely survive a 1979 fire at Boston's... Copley Plaza Hotel in which he suffered third degree burns on nearly half of his body. And wasn't that like um that wasn't even like that wasn't actually even his name, was it? It was hang uh, on. Yeah, hang uh, on. Let's see. I'm reading it. He's passed away to his daughter. Doesn't say anything about it in this Sumner Murray Rothstein. Oh, okay. You know, he should sing that Veronica song. Remember that Veronica song? Come on, baby, we ain't gonna live forever. Oh, okay. Geez. Veronica, sorry. Jesus. Had to throw that in there. Anyway, All right. Anyway, you got you got one more for me. Give me give me one more. All right. I'll give you one more, bro. Okay. Well, Mississippi is changing their flag and they're taking requests. Taking requests, crowdsourcing the flag, if you will. Correct. Beer cans and guitars appear to be ruled out, though. So. See, see I was gonna, my, my suggestion was going to be a picture of uh, legendary uh, mountain guitar player Leslie West. There you go. Yeah, just because, you know, get it because their hit song was Mississippi Queen. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was that one there? Okay, the remaining 146 proposed designs feature magnolias, stars, the state seal, and indicators of water that could stand stand for the Mississippi River or Gulf of Mexico. It's from a rose on a flag. Have you ever been to Mississippi? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, I was. I, I passed through there once. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't really interested in hanging out, but anything uh, striking that caught your eye when you were down there? I think I saw some dinosaurs on the side of the road. Okay. <laughs> There's one with a lighthouse. Uh, guitars, beer cans, a largemouth bass, and Southeastern Conference logo did not make the cut. A teddy bear, a teddy bear design. I say, uh, I say, fuck it. Put a guitar and a beer can on there. It's like I think people take flags too seriously anyway. Yeah, I mean, they said that they, they're they're gonna this Friday, they're gonna knock it down to five flags, and everyone's got to pick from that. So. And I I, I like I, I've said I propose I I actually. Um, applaud Mississippi on being this woke about the decision and deciding because the reason they're getting, they're getting a new flag is because they had the Confederate flag in right. their, their previous design and they really without any any super large public outcry have decided to change their flag so nip it uh, in the bud yeah you know good good for them for the smell for you know smelling the winds of change because Something tells me your average Mississippi resident doesn't really care what their flag, like if their Confederate, if there's a Confederate flag in their flag. So good for them. Cheer. Here's to you, Mississippi. Yes, and M I S S I S S I P P I. There it is. Yeah, get your uh, get your 
get your flags in if you're designing them. Uh, then, yeah, so. why don't you send one in and just have it be an outline of me and you with WNN on top of it? Yeah, we're not Nordic in Mississippi. Yeah, what Come if, on, y'all. Yeah, Salute what if, us. What if we became like the dark horse candidate for nice. the Mississippi flag? I'm down. So is that, uh, that going to do it for news? Yeah, I'm going to keep my news short and sweet, and then I got a game for you. Okay, let's do Let's seg, bro. You want to roll straight into the game? No, let's take a break. Okay. And let me get that, let me get that seg going. All okay? right, then we'll see you in a minute. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, you know that I, I like playing games yes. where, wherein Jay loses badly. So it's only fair that occasionally the shoe should be on the other foot. So Jay, tell me what game we're playing today. Keep on playing those mind games together. Quit playing games with, with my, my mind. Quit playing games <laughs> with, with my, my mind. Okay, well we talked before about how comedians wanted to be singers. Cars getting coffee. Yes, remember they wanted to be singers? Remember I was talking about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Well, I want to talk about them damn celebs. Celebs? Who want to be singers, okay. songwriters. So I'm going to shuffle through these, and I'm going to play a song of a celeb. I'm going to give you four choices, and you have to pick what celeb is singing the track. All right, this sounds fun. Okay. So let's start with... This one. Ooh. Sick riff. Okay, so we got... Here are the artists. We got Katie Holmes. Paris Hilton. Cameron Diaz or Bijou Phillips. Okay. I don't think I don't think Paris Hilton ever did music like that. I've I've heard a couple of her songs on Howard. Okay. To me, that sounds a little like Katie Holmes, but I, I can't remember her ever being involved in music. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to say D, Bijou Phillips. Okay. You are correct. Great job. And here's the thing that I did, is I listened to the song and picked the artist that sounded like they were singing as well. So you, wow, have, so nice, you got the Katie Holmes. Nice job. Thanks, bro. Nice job. Okay. Now we're going to go to track number two. Let's see if you can guess this one. Ooh, little reggae feel, little bossa nova. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. We got Parker Posey, Mayim Balik, Mila Kunis, or Mila Jolovich. What was the first one, Parker Posey? Yes. Alright, Parker Posey, Blossom, Mayan Bialik, right. Mila Jovovich, and who's the fourth? Uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Folks. Parker Posey. Okay. 
You are wrong. Oh, uh, who is it? Mila Jovich. Oh, that was my second guess. Oh, nice. Uh. Folks, that's one. Okay, let's go to the next one. Let's see if we can get this one, folks. Mine Bialik seems kind of buttoned up to see. So. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, okay, sexy. Okay, so let me let me get the names out first. We got Gina Gershon. Mm-hmm. I interviewed her once. Demi Moore. Katie Seagal. Or Kim Bassinger. That's Katie Seagal for sure. Damn it. Very good. <laughs> so she 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 used to sing a lot on uh Sons, Oh that's Sons right, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Let's keep listening. She really doesn't have a bad voice. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's more like lounge yeah. kind of like, you know. Her cuz she's married to the guy that created that show. So. Right, I remember you were telling me that. <laughs> that's how she got her connect. Okay, now we're going to go for the hunk level on this one. Oh shit. Okay, we got We got Jim Belushi, Bruce Willis, Cuba Gooding Jr., or Hugh Laurie. But I just feel happy. I feel good all the time. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Go ahead. Break it down for me. (laughs) I know Bruce Willis does perform music similar to this. Right. But... The most absurd choice is Cuba Gooding, so that's okay. what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, you are wrong. <laughs> wow. This is Hugh Laurie. Okay, House? Yes, this oh, is House. Interesting. <laughs> nice. All right, last but not least. Okay, so I'm two and two, so this is for the... Uh, this, this is, is for, for the, the win. Yeah. I do have a, I do have a, a tiebreaker at the end. Okay. Well, not tiebreaker, but a, a, a bonus. bonus. Yes. Ooh. Uh-huh. Okay, we got. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, we got. Tina Turner. We got Cindy Crawford. We got Naomi Campbell. We got Rebecca Romaine Stamos O'Connell and Carol Alt. All right. One more time. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Naomi Campbell. Rebecca Romaine Stamos O'Connell and Carol Alt. I'm going to say Naomi Campbell. Very good. All right. All right. Good job, man. All right. You want to hear the bonus? Yeah. All right. See if you can guess. Oh, shit. Why don't you take your love and shove it up your big fat ass? You know you're the reason we drew. I'm not only yelling at the I'm not giving you You should get this right off the bat. Oh, it's uh, Joe Pesci. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that was my game. That was a good game. And he, I, and he killed it. It was respectable. He killed it, at, like always. Yeah, the problem was is that I started writing people's names down, and I was like, wait a minute. This sounds nothing like that person, so I got to listen to it and think of a person that sounds like this. I fell for the ridiculous one with Cuba Gooding, so no, nice See? job. Yeah, that's why I, I had to switch that, it up a little I bit. I figured that was too far out there to... Uh... Dude, it was out there, dude. It was looking out there, bro. Tats, dude. 
so do you want to uh, do you want to roll right into a little um, a little uh, revisit to the uh, Jersey Pop Punk Archive? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so since we did that little music number, what you guys think? Do you want to hear? Oh, I I have other ideas like sons of celebs or family members of celebs. Should we keep going with that, folks? Hey, if listen. it's too much. Not NordicPod at gmail.com. We plan on doing many, many more episodes, so you know, don't uh, don't hesitate. We we need ideas, and we'd like to steal them from you. Throw us an idea. Okay, we won't deny it. So uh, last week uh, in the best of episode, I replayed two weeks. Uh, two weeks ago, shit. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I replayed a thing that we did. Uh, this guy, I I still don't know this guy's name, but it's really. I actually tried to look for comparable. Um, Comparable websites, but this guy uh, archived on SoundCloud a whole bunch of um, uh, different punk and hardcore and ska and whatever records. Okay. Uh, from Jersey and PA and New York from like the late 90s, early 2000s. And so we had some fun um, talking about them and deciding whether they were any good. Right. So I thought we'd revisit that because we haven't done it in quite a while. I'm excited. Okay, so we'll we'll save it, uh, the out of ten. We'll just do a simple pass or fail. Okay. So the first one that I picked out that I sent you. Okay, I see Drive Faster. Drive Faster from this second on. Okay, so what, what am I playing the first song? I don't know, you pick. All right, all right, folks. Uh, here, here we have we have alone for the weekend. Maybe we should go. Maybe we should go the shortest length. Like, like uh, girl uh, is two thirty six. So that that might that might not yeah, have a long but intro. It, yeah, but girl also only has nine plays. So I think we should go for that one. The one with the less plays. You know. Okay. So here we go. We got girl. Girl. By drive faster. Oh damn. Feels like blink one eighty two. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. The recording quality is pretty good. Oh, I tricked you. Okay. So what do you think about that? Pop well, punk mosh part. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I'll give it a pass. Okay. I do not give it a pass. No? It's The recording quality is great. The music is, you know, halfway decent. Vocals are whatever, but it's uh, it's every band USA. Nothing really sticks out to me as something special. So. Okay, so you want the punchline of that joke? Go ahead. That's the uh, singer from my band, Pants Splatter. <laughs> okay. No, no, not at all. I just I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying. No, no, I just I feel I didn't want to tell you until after we listened to it. Oh that's fine. Okay. So that's why you gave it a pass. Uh weak, bro. Weak. Wait, that's what I said, but I still didn't pass it. All right, so you ready for another one? He's he's uh Okay. Alright, so let's go. Here we go. So what are we doing here? This is Templeton from New Jersey. So what song? What song would you like to do? Should we do uh, California in reference California. to last week? California. Ooh, that's almost five minutes. That might go on a while. Yeah, that intro might be a little bit long. So let's. What you want to do next year? Because that's got thirty plays. Okay, that All might right. be the hit. All right. Well, let's see. We'll be the judge of that. 
Oh, floppy. Yeah, that palm beauty pattern was pretty big for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's kind of playing something a little different. Okay. What do you say? Um. Uh, I'm gonna fail him. Well, if this is the only thing we're listening from, from them, um, that's the whole point is to make a snap right. judgment, right? This has a possibility for me. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Why don't we put on another one if you're on the fence? Okay. Let's see. All right, let's let's do uh, let's do let's do California. California. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, here we go. California by Templeton on We're Not Nordic podcast. The Randy's. Okay. Well, we can uh, we'll fail. <laughs> fail. Yeah, that's a, that's not a promising intro. Yeah, I mean, I, and again, I'm not sitting here saying I'm mightier than thou, and you know, I'm not talking shit on them. It's you know, it's it. Nothing is really grabbing me. That first song that we played had potential. Yes. But to me, it didn't grab me. And like I said, first band qu- recording was excellent. Just, just nothing stuck out to me as being spectacular. Fair so, enough. Yes. Well. Uh, that was my drummer, Justin's old band. Okay. And uh, so it, I'll find those old... He's setting me up, folks. I'll find those old Handsome Dan recordings so I can give myself a taste of my, oh my own gosh. medicine yeah, next week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you have week. to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only fair. And, like, really, like, neither of those bands were terrible. No, but not at all. Every, everybody has old bands that they're a little uh, uh, not that into. I mean, Scott Scott was in college when he did Drive Faster. Like it's, I mean, it was 20 years ago now. Okay. Are there any other bands, or you were just doing that to set set, no, set me up to bash your bandmates? I was setting myself up, really. <laughs> Bullshit, because you knew what they were. <laughs> what? I, fa- I failed Templeton. Reluctantly. You should have saw his face. He's like, uh, am I going to get shit for doing this? <laughs> Fuck it. i got to make it seem... Uh, no, so that's it for people that I know. They, they, but uh, here's another one. Uh, I know nothing about these guys, but uh, their name is... Oh, was my God. Of- yeah, I can't wait for this. Uh, this was actually... <laughs> this was my brother's band. Right. Uh, this is somebody called Three Monkeys named Bob. Okay. <laughs> and they, they, they have a picture of them with their shirts off playing. Look- Let's see if I can find any, any information on Three Monkeys named Bob. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna play... Uh, Sushi? Anti-whipped. Okay. Let's see. Here we go, folks. We're not Nordic. All right. Okay. Oh my gosh, the horn section. No, no, no. Oh. They're trying something. Uh, nice. A, uh, it's a nice attempt. 
There's a live video of them at the Playhouse in Nyack, New York. It looks like they played for 41 minutes. Jeez Louise. That's a little too much. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's an easy fail for me, though. Okay. I mean, that's anti-whip boy. That is my brother. Anti-whip. Bro- that is my brother. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, I don't know. Let's pick a couple more. Um, so let's see here. Let's go to the... Let's go to the the section. See, I would play. I'd play my band. Yeah, me too. I. I mean, I, I don't even think I have it on here though. If I did, I would play it, and you guys can judge that. Should we listen? Should we listen to the dickheads? We, yeah, we can, Why don't we do that? All right, let's listen to the dickheads. All right, send me that link. You sent it. Uh, one second, ladies and gentlemen. Not this is today. Uh, Okay. This is the Dickheads from South Jersey. I think Maze Landing wasn't that where they were from. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that. Um, I have a lot of memories of this band. Okay, so what are we playing? We playing Da Na Na Na. We playing before Thirty Four D. Spiked haired girl. Uh, no room for you, punk. No room for you, punk rocker. I remember that shit. All right, want to listen to that one? Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. Why don't you take a shower? They were tight, man. Yeah. Drums are always good. What was his name? Christian. Christian, yeah. He was yeah. in that band Bridge Made of Bats or whatever. Uh, after this. Yeah, also uh, the French Connection. Oh, that's right, yeah. But Bridge Made of Bats as well. Yeah. Yeah. With my friend Joe, who was in my Screech and Weasel cover band with me, Anthem. Oh, okay. It all, it all comes full yeah, circle. Yeah, it all wraps around. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. So, yeah, uh, I remember this guy had... Uh, Drove like a uh, like a Bronco or like a Blazer or something to all their shows, and he always had uh, he <laughs> the back of it where they kept their gear. He always had porno porno pictures taped up, oh, and it was he? like this big like teehee thing. <laughs> oh wow, I had no idea they did that. And later on, they changed their name to something like a little more serious than the Dickheads. It was and called Rookie. Rookie, and yes. for a friend of the sh- friend of the show uh, Spencer from Discount Cemetery joined for a while. Yes, when Spencer joined this band, they were tight. They were a lot. Lot of fun and they were really really good i didn't think that was bad and i was gonna say this isn't bad either so i'm giving this a pass but i guess we're a little um uh biased we're, yeah we're a little biased because we've seen them play we both of our bands have played with them sure yeah so, but i mean there's plenty of bands from those days that i wouldn't this is a, a setup pass. show guys he's setting me up he's really <laughs> he really no that was that was totally i, I just no, came across I mean, the i just came across the dickheads no, no, I, well no i, w- I wouldn't bet I, I like them i remember what was the other album uh 609 punks right yeah with an x yes <laughs> Yeah, both of those demos were good, and even what Spencer was doing with Rookie was really good as well. Yeah, it's... So, it's, uh, so why don't we play more on Envy? We could. They are on here. Yeah, they are. Let's <laughs> play them. All right. Let's, we, we love you, Justin. Before before we even get into this, let's, let's just make, make sure he no, knows that. I have no problem with it. All right. More on Envy. Uh, folks, um, more on Envy uh, was a band... From my hometown of Ventnor, New Jersey, um, and I, I 
probably wouldn't be sitting here. I probably wouldn't know Jay if it wasn't for Moron Envy. Like, they brought me to my very first punk show a million trillion years ago, so... Um, this only has one play, and this is the saddest thing. Which this, one is this it? This is my jam. Here we go. See, you know what the problem is? Justin, the demo version... I, I? Yeah, the demo version I love better because I like how you guys did Here We Go on that one. Oh. See, I'm a demo grime dude. That brings me back. Whoa! RF! Wow. Did not know that that was in there. We here at We're Not Nordic do not condone the the hard F. Hey, 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 let's see, let's pick one more. I like, I like their demo way more. Wow, money grubbing people piss me off, inexplicably has 131 plays, like way more than all the rest of them. Oh, what do you want to listen to? You want to listen to that one? Yeah. Dunderhead, I remember. Okay. Money grubbing people? Okay. This has got saxophone in it, right? The whole album does, like, to varying degrees. Not VOMCD, though. It's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I, I said to them at the time, I, I think they were just very tight with that guy, Rob, that played sax. He was a chef. He actually, I worked with him in Brigantine and I think for a while. It, I think it was more, the. I think he was added to the band more because just they liked them and... and Less so than they felt the songs needed saxophone, if that makes sense. Like, they just, they liked the guy and wanted to find a place for him in the band. Right, I got you. Yeah, personally, I'm a, I'm a demo loyalist. Like, when, <laughs> when I heard the demo, man, I loved it. Like, when, when things, like, when they you enhance things by getting better recording, sometimes you lose it. Like, we were, t- we were talking about Death's Ark. Last week, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if those recordings were professional, it kind of loses something. Well, I also think that um, this this the which ended up being their only full length, I think, is nineteen songs. Right. And I think they should have picked ten or twelve of them, and like, you know, yeah, your you modest opinion, yes, would have come out as a little more focused. That's true, but if, but again, it's one of those things. You go into the studio of all these songs. Let's just make one one CD with all of our stuff that we have just to archive it, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just kind of come at things a different way. I mean, there's 30 or 40 Mad Splatter songs that nobody even besides us have ever heard. Just because, I don't know, we self-edit quite a bit. Right, you self-edit, but do you still have them in your archive? Like, do you still use them? I mean, do well, they're, you pull, they're, do they're you there to, They're there to be used. To at pull some from? Point. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, like, I mean, the first thing that we did when we got back together after four years was all songs that we had written years ago that we just never recorded. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I might have to abstain from the pass or fail. Well, from no, I, I, I'll be 100% honest. Justin, I'm sorry if I offend you. Your demo was fucking amazing, and I would pass that in a heartbeat. The, the, the up, the, the updated recording, I'm just not a fan of it. That's my personal preference. So. They recorded at, uh, I believe they recorded with, um, remember that band Doc Hopper? No, I did not. Yeah, they were, they were, uh, they were like a, you know, North Jersey band that was around. I believe they recorded with that guy. 
You yeah. can you can write in and correct us if we're uh, if we're uh, incorrect, Justin. But I believe that yeah. to be the case. Yeah, I love the demo. The songs are great. It's just the recording quality. Don't take offense to it, please. That's just that's just my personal preference. I'm a fan of the grime. Like <laughs> I hate like my band's recordings. Like Jumper Cable and Sam Sleeps were recorded at um, Clay Creek Studios. Hated those recordings because they were too clean. With Nick, hated them. With Nick, rest in power. Yes. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I guess. I guess if you put a gun to my head, I would fail it. But you know, those guys. I. I love those guys so much. It's like I said. I you mean, hear that? My wow. my life literally changed because of those guys. So I can't. Yeah, and they got us on. A, they got us on a few shows as well. Yeah, they're 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 good people. Yes, they um, are. Uh, date. Uh, I'll throw them, uh, if anybody's listening that doesn't know, uh, Dave, the drummer, plays in a band called Ill Rendition now. I think he's the only one that's really doing anything with music. Okay. And, uh, all right, uh, you want to pick one more thing here? Just just scroll up and just click something. Just, okay. You know what I mean? All right, here we go. Stop. Go. Uh, okay, we're going to listen to Four Felix. Okay. F-O-U-R or F-O-R? Just four. Okay. Yeah, F O. This is apparently this was for Felix. Nice. Um, Here we go, folks. What do you think of this? Is this too much? Are we too good? Do we hurt someone's feelings? We apologize. Please write in, notnordicpod at gmail dot com. Well, for Felix has thirty two tracks. We are were, not trying to yonk anybody. So please. I was trying to yonk people a little bit. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you were trying to yonk them through me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, folks. For Felix. I'm going to play... For Phoenix TX. I'm going to play Cherry. Okay? All right. Amazing quality. Well, For Felix has a uh, band camp, or a uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. They're from Bridgewater. Wow, they played the 2006 Taste of Chaos tour. Is this from their very creative named second LP, Rise Above? Yes, it is. So it's like Valencia style. Yeah, except not as fast. Okay. Now this yes. when did this come out? Uh two thousand four. Okay. I think this is pretty good. Yeah? I'd pass. I'd pass this for two thousand and four? Yeah. I'd pass that two thousand and four. Uh I'm gonna fail it. Okay. It's getting it's getting a fail from me. Yeah, look, look, he has to throw it in there, folks. <laughs> he has to it's so funny. <laughs> oh man. <You> well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Oh dear God! Ninety percent of what I've done musically has been bad, so it's not—it's not like I'm not self-deprecating. We all are self-deprecating. I love every every one of my friends that I talked about today. I love you all. Yes, exactly. Except for Four Felix. I don't know these guys. Where even is Bridgewater? Um, I think it's like over water or something like that. It. All right, <laughs> get out. No, <laughs> I qu- I quit. Okay.
So, so what do you guys think? So that's that. Uh, let us know. Should we do that again? There are plenty more bands on there. I actually, for just had a just for uh, shits and giggles, I looked to see if there's any other sites for areas of the country that are even remote, remotely comparable to that, and there's really not. I found a thing with a bunch of recordings of bands from Wisconsin, so we could try that sometime if there you, you want. Yeah, why not? We'll, the, we'll go around the uh, we'll go around the state. The Wisconsin punk rock archive. There you go. All right, so do you guys want to hear us check out some Wisconsin punk? Let us know. Not right Nordic Pod at, at gmail.com. Org. <laughs> dot, uh, clown penis dot fart. Uh huh. Is that the. Uh, anyway. Uh, so we'll be right back. The world said it sucked, but we don't agree. Because we're not down with my mentality. So here we are to give an honest review to you. Boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Punching Bags. Yes. Boop, 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 boop. Um, Punching Bags is, of course, our segment where we reevaluate uh, forgotten pieces of pop culture. Um, the, right now, we're doing ones that both of us enjoy, but uh, we're, we're assigning ones that we enjoy that we think the other person might enjoy. Uh, but now, starting next week, we're going back to the blind punching bag bag, which is essentially our way of torturing each other Correct. with uh, crap that neither of us have ever seen and probably don't need to ever see or listen to. Anyway. Anyway. anyway where you at, TJ? Yeah. Um, so, um, Jay. Yes. Uh, for this week, uh, told me to watch uh, the HBO film. From 2010, entitled Temple Grandin. Correct. Uh, now starring Claire Danes. Claire Danes, uh, the Ju- dude from the River Wild. Julia Ormond. Um, so tell me, tell me about your, your experience with this film. Okay, I li- moved into an apartment, and first time I had Comcast, and I was searching through on demand, and I read the synopsis of it that said a woman with autil- autism. Builds a humane slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how this was a movie. I didn't understand how they were going to do it. I was very interested by just reading that synopsis. So I just put it on and watched it. And I was fucking blown away by it. So I have a lot of thoughts about this. Um, okay. My first, I was really like not excited to watch this because I don't generally think Claire Dan think much of Claire Danes as a performer. Um but she My so called life bro, you're not a fan? No, that was not my shit. Although okay. uh, mine either, but Yeah, we were not, you know, ten year old girls at that time. What? No. Jo- Jordan Catalano was dreamy though. Um <laughs> so so um so there was that and so interestingly you hit on what what was the thing you were explaining to me months back where like you get uncomfortable watching movies uh, like where people are lying or something. Yes. Yes, um, it gives me. Yes. Yeah. So you hit on you unknowingly hit on one of my things. Really. Which is that I I I I don't handle things about 
people like with developmental issues very well. Okay. I just it just makes me very emotional and I just I very much like I don't want to say I feel sorry for them because I think I don't think they would want me to feel sorry for them in most cases, but I just it just I get I get struck by the overall like notion that it's just not fair that my brain works quote unquote normally and theirs don't. It's just debatable, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Like well, I can't. Well, I've ever seen the movie Awakening. No. Okay, then don't see that movie because you will be debilitated. Just it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, I am Sam. I, I I can't I can't do it. Um. Well, actually, I, I, okay. Well, no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like that movie was more of like a, uh, an, what do they say, like an Oscar attempt or whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't think there was any real kind of passion behind that project except I'm doing this to get something out of it. Yeah, you're right. But I well, that's the thing. Well, all right, so let's back up. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, um, so yeah, so this was a real woman who, like you said, um, it turned out that she. And I'm going to say right now, at some point, this is going to get a little spoilery. So if you've never seen this and want to, maybe skip forward a few minutes. Um, so she, because of the, because of her, uh, the fact that she can process things visually, uh, she becomes very interested in livestock and uh, figures out a way for, like you said, for, I guess, cattle to be slaughtered in a bit more of a humane manner. Correct. Um, so it, it's all the movie's almost sort of divvied up into two parts. The first part mostly deals with her becoming more socialized uh, with her with her condition, and you know then in the second half turns more towards her work with the cattle. Um, uh, I'll say Claire Danes is fantastic. I mean, she won uh, I believe a Golden Globe and an Emmy, and I think she deserved both. I mean, she's in my opinion, a career... I, I, now, bear in mind, I'm far from a Claire Danes completist, <laughs> but, I mean, in, in my mind, it's a career performance from her. I agree. Um, I, 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 th- I think the one thing that you're, like, uh, not missing, but it's the whole... She, she is... She's told to spend the summer with her... Her aunt. Her aunt, who works on a farm. Played by Catherine O'Hara from uh, many, many great films and TV shows. <laughs> Best in Show and... Yeah, things, things I mean, nature. a million years ago, SCTV. I mean, right. You know. So um, there, that's when she gets introduced to the cattle mm-hmm. and working on a farm. Yeah, and, and it's it's funny because the notion you're 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 led to believe that her mother expects it to be a giant disaster and for her for Temple to come running back, but it turns out she loves the ranch so much that she doesn't even want to leave. She doesn't even want to go to college the first year. Right. Um. So. Uh, the mother also is is Julia Ormond is the name of the actress that plays her mother, and I think she's really wonderful. She conveys the uh, the the sort of helplessness that she feels and the trying... desire for her child. Yeah, and to, right. and it, it it's interesting because it it almost borders on selfish sometimes. Like it feels like she wants her daughter to be normal just because she feels like her daughter being quote unquote abnormal reflects badly on her. But it's 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 ultimately, she just wants what's best for her, and it it and it, it seems like it takes a while for both of them to reconcile with that fact, and you know she works very hard because they say, um, I mean, at the time when she was diagnosed, 
The doctor even says autism was thought of as a form of schizophrenia. And he said, you know, she she will never talk. You should institutionalize her, all of these things. Um, that having been said, uh, it, it's, it's, there are certain aspects of the movie that meet, it, the whole movie is structured in a way to make you feel things. Like it's, it's, it's almost, I almost caught it being a little manipulative at times, but it was manipulative in a way that got me. And I'll give you an example, and this is going to be the spoiler. Okay, go ahead. When she, she, so she goes, she goes to a private high school, like a boarding school, and this particular teacher takes an interest in her, a science teacher, and kind of becomes her friend and mentor. And I tell you, when they introduce this character, five minutes after, I was like, that motherfucker is not living through this movie. Really? Yeah. You really felt that? Yeah, and I was like... But it's based on a true story, so this probably actually happened. You know what I mean? It may or may not have. I mean, I'm sure, you know, okay. so, sometimes these things are exaggerated. Okay, true. Um, so, so forgiveness if Dr. Carlock was a real person and did happen to die at that point. Okay. But, but yeah, I thought I thought we were going to get out of it without that cliche, and then sure enough, about 15, 20 minutes before the end, it's like, uh, you're, you know, Dr. Carlock died. But then I was right there along with it when she... And it, it it didn't even quite get like she she as as an autistic person is very uncomfortable with people touching her, and then at her her friend's funeral she kind of leans in and almost halfway hugs her mother. And right. It was like that got me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Because her mother's reaction. Yeah. To, yeah. She to, was she was yeah. stunned. Yeah. Right. And that's um, it. But but the thing that I liked about it is how Claire Danes played that role. It wasn't it wasn't uh, you know movie. The movie Glory, where it's like, oh, he died. Now I'm going to start crying, and you know, now I'm going to feel. And it was just like, where would he go? He's not here. You she know said, what I mean? Yeah, I like that. She said, "Where do you, where do you think? Do you know where they go?" Was the line right? And she had asked that about cows earlier, right? And um, yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was a good way to play it to not have her like make some kind of crazy scene. Right. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. I, I buy that. Um. Let's see what else. I thought that the filmmaker who, uh, I guess his most famous movie was The Bodyguard with uh, Whitney Houston really? and Kevin Costner. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, I thought he did a nice job in terms of like little visual flourishes and things that sort of clued you in to her state of mind. You know what I mean? Like up, up with the, up with the, you had to be up with the roosters. No, j- yeah, just like the way he would, he would like. He would uh, switch to like uh, like a wide angle lens, and there'd be like like a persistent kind of noise in the background, oh, like the way right. she the way she couldn't like you know she her she couldn't quiet her mind ever. Okay, I, yeah, like when she walked into a room the first time, and yeah. the fan was going, and exactly. she was trying to pinpoint. I got you exactly, like yeah. The, yeah, like the way she was hypersensitive to everything. Right, like I thought, I thought, you know, for something that's you know not visual at all, I thought he did a pretty nice job. Showing us how how her mind worked and how she was struggling to adjust to everything. Right, and when she was building the cattle, uh, the cattle lead area, and she was saying like, "You have to move this, you have to move that." Yeah, you know what I mean? Because she says because the cows see that and they get worried, and everything she did, even creating that walking the opposite direction. Yeah, it all worked. 
Yeah, and like when she was talking about how she sees things in pictures, and it was like, dude, 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 dude. you know, it showed like the snapshots of things that she remembered. Right. Like even even when her her teacher came up to her and said, you know, you have to pay attention to your book. She's like, I already know it. I can yeah. see it. You know, started asking her questions, and she has like a photo photo uh, photographic memory. I thought it was funny that she when she finally starts dressing a little like a little nicer, she just gets like different variations of the same ca- <laughs> the cowboy, cowboy shirt. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the 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 scene that I lost it on is when she was talking at a speech. The speech. Oh, at the very end. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So she she becomes, uh, you know, like an advocate, and. Uh, I mean, I sobbed at this movie. I probably. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, the the two parts that really like like had me were, the like I said, the part at the funeral, right? And uh, there's a part where um, she's at college and she's really struggling to be friends, and then. A blind girl moves in her dorm room, right? And uh, she's her favorite show is The Man from Uncle, and she says, "You want to go watch The Man from Uncle with me?" Just the idea that she finally made right. a friend. I, I got a little uh, right choked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they the way they portray the whole environment and the time is just. And I got pissed off that the blind girl never came back, and then she finally did at the end, which was. Oh, there was one. So when they graduate college, she uh, oh yeah she sings this song that I guess her mother sang to her, and because I guess Temple was the valedictorian or something, right? And so she sings this song, and it's she's she's got a really you know bad off key singing voice, and it's it's supposed to be this tender moment, but I got I got a little bit uncomfortable just because. It's it seemed awkward, but that, that's a minor quibble. Yeah, but see, but see that awkwardness is. Is giving you the a feeling of of the reality of that, you know what I mean? And that's what I like about it. It's not supposed to be perfect. It's not supposed to be sure what it should be. You know, I'd like to I'd like to meet her. Honestly, I, I think she. I found her in. Th- that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like her whole uh, platform where that you know she believes meat eating is okay. Well, no, she, just, she she doesn't agree with the killing of animals, but she understands that livestock. Needs to needs to be killed so people can eat and survive. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. sure you know vegans would argue or whatever. So there's like, you know, there's not there there are some people that aren't going to get behind her message. But I don't know. She seems like a very interesting person, and I'd be I'd be interested to meet her. Well, Brooke, Sots. Sots. She actually, yo shout out to Sots who yeah, uh, by this time should have had her first child. Congratulations. Yes, we are very excited to bring this little bundle of joy into this world. But she actually went to a seminar with her. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, she made it a point. Does to she go teach there. special ed? Is that why? I mean, um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I know that she does deal with some um, students who have developmental issues and stuff yeah. like that. So, so I I don't know if you've read Temple's um, Wikipedia page recently. No, I have not. So they asked her in an in an interview a couple of years ago if she still had. A machine like she built, uh-huh. and she said her last one broke, and she never fixed it. And she said she likes actually hugging people now. Oh which wow! I thought was kind of cool. That's awesome, man! Wow. Um. So yeah. Uh. Strong. Strong. Eight out of ten. Good movie. Damn. Awesome. So I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I was. Like I said, I was. Um. As far as movies that you've given me, like the the journey from. How excited! How excited! No, just how excited I was to watch it. Like, 
like I was like, oh, I guess I gotta watch this now to like actually enjoying it was like the furthest. You know, I was not excited for this movie at all. It was a very pleasant surprise. Awesome. I'm glad to hear. Now Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh my god. So he gave me this movie. Pop Star, never Pop stop, Star. never stopping. And when did this come out? Twenty sixteen, I think. Twenty sixteen. Produced by The Lonely Island. Judd Apatow. I mean, I wouldn't overstate Judd Apatow's involvement in it. I mean, it's a Lonely Island movie. Yeah, but it's Judd Apatow, too, because everything Judd Apatow does, I'm not really a fan of. From, you know, Knocked Up, Fun with Dick and Jane, 40-year-old version. Version. <laughs> did you get what I did there, bro? Uh, um, yeah, so tell me, why did you uh, give me this movie? Because I think it's legitimately funny. Okay. I've actually watched it again since, and I I still I think it's uh, I I I belly laugh at several points in this movie. Uh, I have to say that the humble track, the dip 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 dip, whirp whirp whirp. I'm so humble. See, no, I hate that, but I'm saying like the 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 beat is really good. I just think that these guys By are. Far, I am the most humblest. I think that it's just you're just trapped in doing the same thing over and over. And over and over again. Like, don't get me wrong. Some of the stuff was funny. I likey that. And I just think that it just gets played out so much. And this this is the genre of comedy where I dislike where people say, this is funny. You have to laugh at this. You don't like this. You're wrong. I didn't I a, say that. No, no. Well, no, but I, I'm saying, like, I've had conversations with people where they're like, you haven't seen this movie? I don't know if I should be friends with you. It's like, yeah, that joke is is funny i guess in some regards but it just makes me question what they think funny is and this this thing is yes i can understand the mindless comedy of it but i do not understand how this i mean again i i get humor i know that people i get things i get things i, I like things people people definitely um i don't see how people didn't jump down this throat and say that's problematic now. Which one? Which one? I'm saying uh, most of this. Yeah, there's some problematicness. I mean, now, it, this this reminds me of, like, Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, singing, like, Throw the Jews oh, Down the Well. Da, yeah. Like, I mean, this is right up there with that. This this is the thing, like, this, the stuff they're saying, that whole song they said, talk about not yeah. being gay. Like well, He does say very specifically later on that that song was offensive. Yeah, but see, but it, it's 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 they still put this album out. This is an album that you can buy. Mm-hmm. That song you can buy. Someone who doesn't like gay people can still attach themselves to that and and think it's funny. I think that that's a problem. I'm not saying on a soapbox. Yeah, it's interesting that you. I'm not. I'm not saying on a soapbox because what I'm saying is I understand humor, but I don't like Andy Samberg, and I want. I don't want him to continue doing things because. He gets a pass on everything while other people... He gets looked over. Everyone's like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. It's Andy Samberg, uh, it's whatever. Let's get all these people in here to back him and say this is all right. I don't agree with that. I don't like Andy Samberg. Okay. (laughs) At all. Especially when he did the roast of... What did he do the roast of? Who did he roast? Jonah Hill? I don't know. I don't usually watch those. It was on Comedy Central. He roasted somebody. Very unfunny. Don't like Bill Hader. He's not in it. He's in it for like he's in three it. minutes. He's in it. That's it. 
The only shining person in this, I'd say there's two people. Tim Meadows was good. <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. Yeah, question mark. Yeah, that was good. And Joanna Newsom. Well, that's Andy Samberg's wife. Exactly. What part did she play? She played <laughs> She played the guy who brought Bill Hader back to life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into flatlining. And she just had the best line. He was like, that shit in my pants? And she said, not this time. And that was it. <laughs> Those two. I don't... Listen, you didn't think you didn't think the I'm part not when, I'm not a curmudgeon. You didn't think the part when the camera went out and they were fighting the giant bees was funny? No, I didn't. Oh man, I, I, like I don't that find part. humor like that's that's like that Will Ferrell, that's Will Forte, that's all these people I do not find funny, and this is like forced humor for me. It's like like I didn't go to college. This is college humor. Like this is stuff this is um What about Hunter? Did you like Hunter the Hungry? Uh I didn't I didn't do it. Maybe I did. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. It's it's that's Chris Red who's on uh, SNL yeah, now. He's in, yeah, it's again, it's it's all, it's funny, but it's something that I don't, I don't enjoy. I, it's very difficult to talk about this because it's like, um, <laughs> I'm so angry. I, it's difficult to talk about it is because I don't believe in comedy being use for uh as a scapegoat to say oh you got to you got to you got to delete that you got to stop doing that because this is a problem i don't believe that except but, in the case of Andy <laughs> right that's my issue my my issue is if you're going to cancel people for doing this then you need to cancel the people who are doing it like andy really, sandberg i've really touched a nerve here wow it's just it's a struggle because <laughs> it's a struggle because I don't feel that it's necessary. I think people can make their own decisions. I think that if people are offended by something, be offended. But I don't feel that your opinion or other people's opinions outweigh everybody's. You're allowed to have your opinion, but you can't force it down people's throats. I'm getting into an area. Yeah, that's we very really hard uh, we, to... we 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 veered off Pop Star Boulevard and went someplace else quite a while ago. I think. No, I don't think so. This is and this is my issue because you're saying that it's funny and you belly laughed, but why is that okay and other things aren't okay? I don't know what it would. I mean, if we're talking about me personally, what have I said wasn't okay? Not you. I'm saying. I'm saying comedy wise. Well, it's it's tough to compare what I think and what this the is world my men- thinks. This is you know? my, but that's what I'm saying. This is my mentality at its best. You know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know that I'm connecting the dots 100. percent I'm trying to. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not being clear. Maybe I'm just so blinded by anger from <laughs> Andy Samberg. I don't know. It's like, um... Good thing I put Hot Rod in the punching rod. Ah! Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my, my issue is, um... I just don't like people telling me... Not you. I'm not... Th- this is not directed at you. This is just directed at people in general, or... You set me up to... No, no the, mob, the mob in general. Like, like... I'm just gonna say it. There's this little girl drummer who drums, who is terrible... But she's a little girl who's drumming, and everyone says she's the best drummer. I think I know who you mean. And it angers me because, yes, she's a girl who's drumming. That's great. But don't force it down people's throat and saying, she's the best. Look how great she is. Because you're feeding this little girl to make her think that she is better than everybody. Yes, she is good. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm having issues with the coddling of the kids. Like you are you are better. You are you are great. You're this. Yes, she can achieve greatness, but if you're telling that she's great now, how will she how will she achieve what she could achieve? I don't know. I think that a lot of this stuff is holding people back. Yes, I am going off on a yeah, tangent yeah, right now. You can't tell me this is still about pop star. <laughs> no, this is about the mentality of this of this um this <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> this is just about the mentality of of comedy, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. It's very difficult for me. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll have to listen to this segment again when this episode comes out, because it's, it's getting a little late, it's getting a little hot in here, maybe I'm not, uh, maybe maybe you're, maybe your vibe is too heavy for my current moment in time. <laughs> I just I just do not like Andy Samberg, cause, because cause that, what's that show he had, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, a lot of people love that show. <laughs> See, that's my issue, I don't like it, it's, it's... Have, I... have you watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I have. Okay. And I do not like it because of Andy Samberg. Because people tell me that he's funny and that I should like him. Patton Oswald said it best. Go ahead. He, this is this is Patton Oswald's joke. He said, I am not gay. But I cannot sit here and say that that guy is not hot if there's a gay person who says he's hot. That's fine. But don't try and force it down my throat that I have to like this person because I'm not attracted to him. Patton Oswald said that? Yes, he did. Hmm. And he's like, that's okay. Have have it whatever you want, but I don't have to like it. And that's that's kind of the way I feel. Do do you. Do what you want to do. But don't force it on me and tell me that I have to. And that's what I feel with, it is with Andy Samberg. It's just really... All right, rate the movie. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry, folks. Just watching it is just so angering. So, <laughs> this is the downfall of Jay on We're Not Nordic Podcast. I can't even rate this. I'll give it... Um, There were some laughs, I guess. I will give it a... Three. Three, three diamond encrusted. Three diamond encrusted. Like you're exhausted. Right, oh my gosh. Let's pull some movies and music for two weeks from now, and put you out of your misery. Folks, I'm sorry. Back to the punching bag bags, ladies and gentlemen. Folks, here we are. I've made it extremely awkward in the car now. Chuck does not want to make eye contact. Patra. Who the fuck is Patra? <laughs> she had a song. She's a Jamaican singer. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> and the movie for two weeks from now is the straight-to-Netflix Adam Sandler masterpiece, The Western, Ridiculous Six. Okay. I'm down. All right, so to recap, we've got The Renaissance Man and Papa Roach. And then in two weeks, Patra and Ridiculous Six, if everybody wants to play along. <laughs> if everyone still wants to listen after this episode. Jay is, Jay is in the corner in the fetal position. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it for episode 45, 44, 45? What the? 45, I believe. 45 
of We're Not Nordic, the Donald Trump episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Uh, remember to go to Discount Cemetery and... Uh, Maybe you better not promote his website on this one. Just... <laughs> oh, gosh. Not Nordic at checkout. Um, 25% off at checkout. And uh, congratulations, uh, Brooke and Zach, once again. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay uh, send all uh, condolences to Jay yes, for uh, the recent lo- losing of his sanity oh, God. to notnordicpod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs> good night Bye. and good luck.